podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. everyone and welcome to club at 22 the rangers podcast we are live on youtube tonight so get your comments in any questions we'll do our best to, to answer them just depends what the question is but um <laughs> we have a full lineup tonight first of all a man who may disappear during this podcast possibly um scott carney your missus is days away from dropping Days, mate. Yes, literally days. We are very, very close to the official due date that we were quoted. So that is why you are hosting tonight, mate. Because at any point I might need to go. Uh, I'm out of here, lads. But yes, no, good to be here. Good to have us, have us all here. It seems like a, a wee while since it has been all of us. And I know it's been a wee bit windy today. And I was thinking to myself, that's probably not wind. I think that's the backdraft of a certain Celtic fan flapping uh, as he tries to save his career. But yes, an absolute pleasure to be here, gentlemen. And we have Scott Gemmell as well. We thought you disappeared, Scotia. You're back. <laughs> Scotland are back. So you must be a happy man now, eh? <laughs> Steve, Steve Clark all the way. Oh, but maybe wouldn't go that far, Pearson. Wouldn't go that far, but yes, Scotland put me through the ringer the past couple of weeks. So that's the season officially over for me, totally now. Um, but yeah, I'm doing all right. I've been, as you said, disappeared for a wee bit. I've been trying to sort of stay off social media for a wee bit and kind of lay low, which has actually been good. Done me the world of good. Apart for this week, which has been quite good actually, but um, that's another story. Um, and we have Ryan Haymarch as well. I will say that in case his mum gives us into trouble. Um, he is <laughs> yeah. sporting a wee glow. I don't know if any of the listeners knew Ryan was in Turkey. He was in a scouting mission for us to find out the home away third top and signings. Ryan, report back. How did you go on? My mission went well. Mission is complete. Ali, I've spotted a striker for us. I also was at the kit launch at the Turkish markets, and <laughs> I don't, I don't I let the, uh, the cat, the rabbit out of the hat. However, Borna Barisic, I don't know if you see him again. I had a few discussions with Traps and Sport when I was over there, so managed to get rid of him as well. Yeah, and uh, I a couple of good videos, Ryan. I just, I just hope you weren't caught up like a certain person this week that was caught up in Vegas. I hope you weren't caught up. No, no, mate. I'm always, uh, always behave myself. There's been a few times I've been caught up on a Saturday in the in the Loudon Tavern and other pubs along Paisley Road West. But um, yeah, I'm, I know, I know. You know what happens if you get caught up. You get caught up. It's one of these things, isn't it? Hey ho. Yeah, it's a, it's just a shame for that that person we're talking about that they were unfortunately mm. caught up in a a stage um, singing songs they shouldn't be singing. But it's been a absolutely tremendous on Twitter this week about it. So that's been good. Um, sorry, Ali. Do not think. Sorry. He, he, sorry, he was a step away from going, Rangers should have done more. <laughs> yeah, uh, to be fair, I mean, you can say who it is. Everyone knows who it is. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's Martin Comston, who um, 
has this. I'll I'll give him actually a, a bit of credit first. He actually is a good actor. I actually think he's a decent actor, Compton. Some of the stuff he's in is decent. However, he paints himself as this, I don't know, golden child, and he's he's a he's a mouthpiece for the SNP, and he does all these. He was in the um, saw creds. He's in these videos, and he's been caught. He's a, a very very silly boy, and. Um, but the usual from that side of the city, they don't put their hands up and say, look, sorry, I got this terribly wrong. It's, um, no, it wasn't me. Yeah. I don't know if any, any yeah. rest of you have anything to say about it. But somebody, it somebody, forced the, somebody forced the microphone into my hand. Look, it's just, I think the reason that we're even bringing it up and talking about it, it's, Ryan summed it up perfectly, it's the selectarianism of this country. Yeah. It really is. If this was in to do with Rangers, it would be, Everywhere, absolutely everywhere. You'd have everything crawling out of the woodwork to come out and have a go at it. And this one's just, I oh, will just hope this one goes away. Uh, he's a stupid boy. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, drunk or not, yeah, uh, you're, you're a silly boy for who you are. So he deserves what comes his way. Yes, to be fair, I mean, he's given us good entertainment this week because it's been quite quiet. So he's gone and done that. Yeah. Along with his, his uh, two cheerleaders with him as well. So that, that was good. But anyway, lads, we're on to talk about, about Rangers. And today at nine o'clock, I messaged you all this morning to say, put your, um, who do you think we're going to get? Tommy says we're going to get St. Myrna at home. I don't know where you got <laughs> that one from. We're definitely away. So <laughs> Tommy needs to. I don't know where he got that from. I don't know if Tommy was in the dink last night or whatever, but that was a, that was a bit bizarre. But um, none of us got it right. Out of out of the four of us and Tommy with his, his home fixture, none of us got it right. And to be fair, Ali, I didn't make a guess. Well, we thought Aye. you were gone, Scotia, to be honest. <laughs> we did think you were gone, to um, be fair. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll come to you first, Ryan. Um, First fixture of the season is on Saturday, the 30th of July, 12 o'clock, live on Sky, and we are away on one of the plastic pitches, which is Livingston. What's your thoughts on that? I'll take it. I think I always expect us to... I don't know why I've always got Aberdeen or Kilmarnock <laughs> in my head for the first game of the season. Yeah. I always think they're not the best games um, against those two to play for your first game of the season, so I'm happy to play Livingston. Yeah, I think we've got a pretty good record up there. Uh, yes, it is a plastic pitch, but it, it's quite exhausting that that subject of plastic pitches. We've all got to play on them, so you just need to adjust our game. Rangers have got a plastic pitch at Auckland Harry, so I just don't ever use that as an excuse. Um, Rangers just need to go down and get the win, and it's, it's a guessing game. What's, what, what the lineup's going to be and how we'll be shaping up and what who's going to be fit and whatever, but... Um, yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a good game for us to start off the season with. And I was actually, <clears> I looked at the first three or four fixtures, and I think it's. I'm not going to say an easy start because that'll come back and slap me in the face. It just looks like I can. If, if I was to select four teams to play at the beginning, then it would be round about that. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll round them all. Obviously, we play Livingston. We've got back-to-back home games: Kilmarnock, St Johnston, away to Hibs. Usually a tricky game. And uh, at home to Ross County to finish August off. So that's the first five games. I was the same as you, Ryan. I thought it was kind to us with the fixtures. Hibs, obviously, is the kind of sticky one in there, but we should be coming out with, with five wins for five. Um, Scotia, I know you weren't in the group chat this morning. I take it you picked Livingston away as um, your <laughs> first game of the season. No, I would have probably went for like a Hibs away because we normally get a tie. I went Hibs away. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean, First game of the season. When you're when you're away, it doesn't really bother me because I don't go to away games. 
really, so it wasn't too much a concern. What I was looking at, though, was the... You rhymed off those games that we play in August, but they're all kind of sandwiched in between the Champions League qualifiers. So if we get yep. to the playoff round, that's just eight games in August. So a game every couple of days, um, which is great because um, I'm severely missing the football already at the moment, even though it's only been a few days for me. Um, so no, I'm quite fairly yeah. happy with, the, with those draws at the start. And then the one of the ones I was looking out for as well, I don't know if you'll come on to it, was obviously because Hearts are in the guaranteed in the Conference League, they'll be playing on Thursdays. So I was looking to see when we would get them, but I think we're lucky that we play them just after we come back from an international break. So, but everyone will be kind of in the same position there. Yeah, Carney, your your thoughts as well. I mean, right after the Livingston game, we play, and I'm pretty sure we play on the Tuesday or the Wednesday in the Champions League qualifiers. Um, so, I'm interested to see what team is for the Saturday. But I'd, I'd assume you're on this, the same lines as the rest of us and thought it's quite a kind opening fixture for Rangers. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, um, I mean, I hate plastic pitches. I do, but it's it is just what it is. It seems to be part of Scottish football. But we'll come on to um, the SPFL and the SFA later on, I'm sure. But the yeah, I mean, it's not the worst. I did expect Aberdeen away. I thought, what's the game that we seem to always struggle with? Okay, this supercomputer will know the form of Rangers in the past couple of years and put us up to Aberdeen. But yeah, I, I do think the start of the league's pretty favourable. But I. Again, yeah, you, you, I think I'm more look forward to it because you, obviously you pick out when the old firms are going to be and you look at when they're going to be uh, other big games such as like Aberdeen at home, Aberdeen away, but you have to beat everyone. To win the league, you have to beat everyone, you have to play everyone, so it's not really not really a problem for me. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of 12 o'clock kickoffs, as everybody is, but we can immediately put pressure on um, Celtic by getting three points on the Saturday. So, I mean, you've got to you've got to play everyone, but it's not the worst plastic pitch, but it's no far away from being the worst. I would say Kilmarnock's is definitely the worst, um, but it is what it is, mate. You've just got to go on, mate. Got to beat everyone, haven't we? Yeah, I'd rather kick off straight away and. Obviously, we have Celtic playing the Sunday half four. I think it is the home of the sheep, so they get a nice easy tie. Um, <laughs> all jokes aside, <laughs> but obviously, obviously the 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 Celtic games, as expected, the first game obviously is at Parkhead this season falls on the third of September. I would say on that date that will not change to the Sunday because the first Champions League games in the group stage is um, the following week. So regardless, Celtic are in there anyway. So regardless if we are in Champions League Europe League, it will be on the Saturday. Um, so that's good news for folk that they won't need to take the Sunday or, uh, the Monday off of work. Um, and obviously the, the New Year game is as usual on the 2nd at Ibrox. And the last one is on the 8th of April at Parkhead before the split. So, Scotia, thoughts on that? This is kind of usual, to be honest, with the old firm's usual dates. Yeah, I mean, I'm not played them any time to be honest. For me, so it doesn't. I mean, the fixture list coming out, it doesn't really impact me overly much. I don't need to like plan too much around it or anything like that. So, yeah, just take them when they come. It's always looking to see where they fit in next to European games, because obviously the last couple of seasons we've had, like Tommy, I think, said in the chat there that about we've um, had Celtic after like a tough European game, mind the UFA game we had a couple of years back. So. You know, that's yeah. good that it kind of won't impact on that. 
Yeah, so the old, where the, when the old firm games are, you can usually kind of judge when they're going to be, unless it was last season when Celtic want to move them around to suit their own agenda. But happy enough. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're told Ryan all the time this um, supercomputer, whatever it is, and it randomly press a button and it randomizes. But we all know when the Celtic games come, it's within a two week period of that <laughs> September. Um, but I, I, I was saying to Carl, I was saying in the group chat today, I've booked a holiday, I'm, go, I'm going to, to Mexico. And I knew it would probably fall around that, but obviously I knew the game was away. But yeah, I'll, I'll be in Mexico for the first old firm, which kicks off at 4 a.m. in the morning. So I'll be up for that one. So the, the, the Cancun loyal will be, will be ready to go then. But um, anything surprise you with that, Ryan? It's just, it's just the usual, to be honest. Aye, it's just the usual. As you say, the supercomputer that uh, generates these fixtures, ra- fixtures randomly. Is randomly spread out the old firm games as it always does, put the old firm games in the order they expected it to go in, made sure there's no back to back, harder away fixtures for Celtic or Rangers. Yes, it's it's, it's super super computer my boys, basically. Um, <laughs> these fixtures are these fixtures are selected for TV, uh, TV and and, that, and TV alone. So now nah, there was no. No surprises, but what I did notice was obviously due to this World Cup, Scotia will be able to confirm this. Usually, the first weekend in September is an international weekend. I believe that's usually the f- uh, international weekend, so that's actually all firm. Um, so that would be a bit strange, a bit different. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to playing them. I'm glad it's quite early, uh, quite early on because. Um, I always, I always think if we can get a bit of momentum and then go and play them, then you're you're putting yourself in such a good footing um, for the rest of the season. So I'm hoping that is how it materialises uh, for us this season. Yeah, Carney, you happy enough with the fixtures? I always think, wouldn't it be great to just start the opening game of the season with an old firm, just out with a bang right away? Because I think that would be outstanding. <clears throat> yeah, I know, <clears throat> I know. I understand how the supercomputer thing works, right? Okay, there is certain things that get put in that maybe there's certain dates get put in and there's certain things that happen within cities and et cetera that all has to happen and Hibs and uh, Hearts can't be the same. All very stuff that I'm not particularly bothered about, but I just think it's amazing that every every new year there's an old firm. <laughs> Literally every single new year there is an old firm. It's amazing how, how that happens. But no, I mean, there's... It, it kind of is what it is. Um, generally, it is what it is. Uh, I think every old firm's going to be crucial. Um, we always knew the first one was going to be away this season. And the, the worst one out of all of them, and as I say, you've got it up on the screen, was Dingwall away. See, for the travelling support. Christmas going up Eve. And Christmas Eve. I mean, come on, man. Like, that is... That's... Uh, that's going to be a task and a half. Christmas might be messy for some people. That's all I will say, uh, because that's a, a hell of a journey to make. But <clears throat> that is what it is. Uh, generally, it is. You've just got to. You've got to get kind of got to get on with. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's got me missing Rangers even more now. I think now that I've seen the fixtures and who we're going to play, and looking at days when I'm thinking what could possibly be a three o'clock kickoff. Obviously, that depends on a European situation. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it now. It's time to it's time to go, but it's not yet. <laughs> it's still a while to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Scotia is is going to be quite bizarre that we have this. I don't know if you want to call it a winter. Our winter break really has been kind of pushed to November now, so it's going to be a bit bizarre in terms of. I know you love your your international football, and unfortunately, Scotland won't be there. 
Um, but I know you'll get behind the Welsh and you'll support them as your second team but um, it's going to be a bit bizarre that four week window where we've, we've got no football between November and our first game back so home to Hibs on the 17th so it'll be a wee bit of a weird period there it will, it will be, potentially, but I think everyone, if, even if you don't really like international football that much, you still get into the World Cup when it's on, because you've got games every day, so it's not like you're kind of running the mill during the season, international breaks, if you're not in international football, I wouldn't think so. It will be strange, I mean, what, it's, I think it's 16 games we play up until up until the break, so I was looking at I was looking yeah. at who we got in the fixture list, so in, out of the first sort of, when we play at the 11 other teams, we've probably got the harder set fixtures you would say on paper because you're away to Celtic, you're away to Hearts, you're away to Aberdeen and you're away to Hibs but before the before the um, World Cup starts we've also got um, Hearts and Aberdeen at home so up to those 16 games on balance you'd probably say that we'll have played the, the hardest games out of both us and Celtic so it'll be interesting to see where, where we are sitting just before then and correct me if I'm wrong, we've not got any players going to the World Cup do we? I don't think anyone made it qualified, in. did they? No, I the think USA, the Croatia the USA there, no. USA are there, yeah. So maybe oh. James Sands. Although I did see an article saying that I know the American manager was saying he needs to get more game time if he wants to secure his place in the in the World Cup squad for America. Yeah, just need to wait and see. To be honest, we don't know what signs we'll bring in. Probably know we could bring in internationalists that could be away as well. So just need to wait and see. But I mean, Ryan, I, I had a look at the fixtures before we kind of stop for that break, and the, the, the this sticky period, if you want to call it, I would say is we're obviously away to their ground, then we're away to Pataudry, at home to Dundee United, and then the first game in October away to Hearts. So I, I picked that. It was a kind of wee sticky area within that kind of run into when we stop. Yeah, those are the periods that win titles. I always think that. I always look at those fixtures. The past three or four years, it seems to have came in January, and we've had a kind of our December, 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 January. I think yeah. it's been as a, a kind of run, and it always seems to be Aberdeen away is close to the old firm game. Um, whether that's deliberate or not, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. And you've got to win these games. But yeah, I'm the same. I look at those periods and think that's where that's where we'll probably win or lose the title. So, but you know. I don't look at any fiction and think, oh, that that'll be that'll be tricky. Rangers have just got to turn up. If they turn up in these games, they they can beat Aberdeen away, Hearts away, Celtic away. No worries. We've seen it before. But yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that's the kind of period where Gio be Gio have a wee eye on and wanting some sort of form. And he's he's playing score. We've obviously suffered a lot of injuries last season, and he'll be looking at that period of time and thinking. You know, he only utilise his squad to its its potential. So um, hopefully, that's where we'll be. Um, when those fixtures come around and we can we can use the full squad to to pick up as much, as many points as we can over that period, Ali. Yeah, yeah, no. And Carney, you're obviously quite happy with the fixtures, and I just pointed out that kind of be sticky spell there. But anything kind of stick out to you at all in terms? Of, I know the only thing I would say is well, we all want Rangers to get Champions League football, but for the sake of Saturday football, we need to get Champions League football. Because if we got to that Europa League again, Carney, it's it's all these games we're talking about. We bumped on to the Sunday, and we, I just don't like Sunday games. 
there's could be a lot of shifting things about as well. Sorry if you if you spoke about this, I got a bit distracted with something. Um, but I, like Hearts could possibly get into Europe. A lot of these fixtures could get moved about because they're going to be playing on yeah, a Sunday and he's playing a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be kind of all over the place. Um, and you would imagine um, Celtic will probably only reach the Europa League at best. So, um. Because that's what they tend to do. Let's be honest. Oh, so, they'll be in Champions League. Oh, they're straight in. Champions League. Yeah. I forgot about that bastard. Well, they'll, cut, they'll cut you <laughs> there, Carney. You'll be cut. You'll be cut, and one of their be videos now saying yeah, that. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's yeah, me. You'll, yeah. Be melt, you'll be meltdowns this week, mate. Sorry, it's good for it's good for viewing figures, mate. I'll yeah. take it. Uh, but no, there's nothing, mate. There's nothing. It's going to be the 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 break's going to be strange. See, in terms of the World Cup, I thought the World Cup was on to like. Christmas Eve is that why we're going earlier because we're not really going to have anybody away. Oh, Scottish man, you asked that. I, don't, I can't remember exactly when it finishes, but is it not around about the seventeenth or eighteenth of December? The is it? I thought I just thought it was. I thought it was later. I mean, maybe that's because of the way the English Premier League are doing it. I think they take a break yeah. till like the, they, they, till I, Christmas Eve. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's where I get confused with that. So no, that's fair enough. Uh, that's fair enough. It will be strange to see. Um, I say I don't think it depends who we sign. I don't know if we're going to see many of the Rangers players at the World Cup. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a real weird one. But again, we're now we still have to deal with this can the the continuation of this split um, that we seem to put ourselves through uh, all the time, which is rather frustrating. Uh, I don't know why we do it. It's uh, makes our league look tin pot. Um, it's uh, it's not a good thing for Scottish football, in my opinion. I can't stand it. Uh, and just for to back up my argument to that, Livingston finished seventh um, with uh-huh. forty with forty nine points. Dundee United finished fourth with forty eight points. <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> you just can't you can't make any sort of sense of it. It has to go. It really does have to go. But I'm sure we're. We're going to get stuck into a certain um, member of um, Scottish football, I think, next. <laughs> yeah, as 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 what it is that split. I think we're kind of used to it now. The, the only fixture I'm going to miss this season, um, and it's one we all get together every year for it, and it's the Boxing Day fixture because it's usually mm. Ibrox. Scotia usually comes in the three-piece suit. Um, so he does. He does. So I'll be I'll be disappointed disappointed for that one because the, the game we've got in the twenty eighth, um, which is Motherwell. In fact, I know it's a home to Motherwell game, Scotia. So you might be able to dust it off for the twenty eighth, possibly, and just pretend it's Boxing Day. But um, aye, no. Apart from it's Boxing Day every day during that week. Well, there you go. We'll let you off. We'll let you wear we'll let you wear the three piece in. But um, now, overall, I was quite happy with the fixtures to be honest. So. We just need to wait and see when it comes. It'll it'll come fast enough. But we'll move on to the the next part, which we'll just quickly discuss um, the cinch deal. Brian, I'll come to you. It's come back out this week that after all the palaver of last season, of let's let's break it down. Basically, what in in the SPFL's rulebook, if there's a conflict of interest. They need to make members aware, get around a table, and they say, look, this is the sponsor we've got, and usually time, company and arrangement. The SPFL last season went ahead with a deal without even, well, without even consulting Rangers about, which they knew was a conflict of interest. They've wasted, I don't know how much money last season on a court case about Rangers when Rangers were on the right. Rangers won, obviously, and this week it's come out to basically say that Rangers don't need to show cinch on their 
tops, whatever it is, when they're doing advertising, when we win the league at the end of the season as well, you won't have to show that as well. So it's made the SPFL run like a, a bit stupid. And that man, Doncaster, that picks up 400 grand a year before bonuses, even stupid. Yeah, I think he earns almost three times the salary of the Prime Minister, but that's just obviously that's another idiot, but we can speak about that in another pod. Um, just, you were going to, I think your words were going to be made the SPFL a laughing stock. It's already a laughing stock, Ali. We didn't have a sponsor. The league didn't have a sponsor, I'm pretty sure, until I think it was halfway through or late on. We actually started the season without a sponsor last year, which is beyond amateur. Any of the Ayrshire leagues down here or any of the leagues I know already, I've all got a sponsor. How we started without a sponsor, I don't know. How that guy, Doncaster, is still in a job, I don't know. Um, it's but it's another example of, I could speak about this all night, I could get really bitter about it, but I'll try not to. Scottish football, hating itself to death. Anything to do with Rangers, it's just, let's make sure they don't get it. Let's, let's make sure Rangers don't get that. Rangers can't be right. Rangers are obviously trying to gain an advantage and they just, constantly hate themselves to death and it's nothing to do with Rangers point of view or Rangers um, what they were trying to do last season it's just because it comes from from the south side of Glasgow and it's and it's, and it's got a blue uh, tint on the letter that's all they're interested in and as soon as we propose anything it's a uh, it's no and nobody wants to listen to Rangers and it's just they've made an absolute pig's ear of it again it just yeah they just look stupid, but um, Rangers have come out of this with their dignity again, and um, I don't think you'll hear the last of this. I think Douglas Park is, I think his nose is out of joint with us, um, to say the least. Carney, I mean, it's it's laughable, to be honest, that this is in their rule book. I mean, come on, they come up with the rule, um, but they've not even come out and acknowledged, apologised to Rangers and saying you, 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 you were right all along, to be honest, because... <clears throat> and they won't because they're better and they're ran by most of that SPFL are ran by a certain football club um, yeah. are you surprised? no <laughs> no I'm not surprised um, I'm, I'm annoyed by it if I'm, I'm going to be honest I'll try and not go kind of full rant as well about it because I'm the same as Ryan I could talk about this all night the, the, the whole thing still, as a whole, is an embarrassment to Scottish football. It is nowhere near enough. They have they have undersold this game for years now. And I don't know what it's going to take for the rest of the clubs in Scotland to come together to stop this. As far as I'm aware, um, again, hearing this from um, heart and hand, that the Rangers have tried to put a vote of no confidence forward and nobody seems to back them. It's as if people were just happy with this. I can't get my head around it. Honestly, I can't. Doncaster gets more than a team winning the Scottish Cup. Like, <laughs> what? I mean, it generally doesn't make any sort of sense at all. The, their statement was laughable because they came out and made it out like it was they'd done the right thing and um, Rangers are in a roundabout way. They got to saying that Rangers were actually right and they were wrong. No apology, of course. So we just have to suffer like... Um, they can continue on with the Ryan says it perfectly. The Scottish football hating themselves to death. It, it, it's 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 horrific. It really is horrific. Doncaster is not fit for purpose. I've said this a million times. Yes, if they're not fit for purpose, we are selling this game short up here, um, and it, it's going to continue to go on until something is done about it. Um, 
I, I, again, without repeating myself, it's, something has to be done about this because it's going to continue to get worse and worse and we're going to just need to deal with it. I think, I know you could probably come on to it, Park's response was superb, genuinely absolutely excellent. He has to say that, but we are... We're up against it because the rest of the rest of the teams in Scotland just seem to want to hide behind Rangers in the nicest possible way and let us be the, the cannon fodder, if you like. Look, and I think Park's Park's more than up for doing it. I think he's more than up for standing up to this. And he rightly should. We all know what what this association is run by in Scotland. It's for one team and for one team alone. Um and he, he is doing the right thing for far too long. Rangers sat there and didn't say anything. But this is an absolute embarrassment for Scottish football. It is for your premier club in your country to not have anything to do with the sponsorship that you had to get a marketing team in to get for your league and it wouldn't be anywhere near the stadium. I mean, it's pathetic. It really is absolutely pathetic. Um, something has to be done. Um, it has to be done. I think I worked out the other night. I think every team gets something like £600,000 if you were to work it all out equally. Um I mean, <laughs> it's just for a year, for a team, for a year, and Doncaster's on 400 grand. It's, it's baffling. It really is baffling. So, no, it's an absolute joke. Rangers were right, and uh, get it up you, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Scotia, so the guys have summed up pretty well, to be honest. Have you got anything to, to add to it at all? I mean, Rangers were vindicated. Since you're sitting there rubbing their hands with joy because now everyone in Scotland knows who they are. <laughs> Whereas before when they came in, I had no idea who they were. They were, And the SPFL are sitting there with the egg in their face. And that, that's what the main issue comes down to, really. It's the SPFL and them being a bunch of Muppets, really. And what worries me as well is that the, the Scottish Women's Premier League, they've now joined the SPFL for next season as well. So they've gone up from 42 teams to, what is it, 16 in the SWPL as well so there's more teams in it involved now as well and one of them is our women's team which I'm not overly happy about um yeah i mean the spfl are just a shambles and they have been for for some time and when this get made it was supposed to be take us forward but no but it's just continually getting worse with them and yeah i mean moving forward what we do i know carney you were talking there about the resolutions and stuff but i do think that there is a, a small amount of windy change slowly getting there because the last I think we'd done a vote in no confidence a year or two ago and there was maybe only one other club that was with us then we done one last year and it, it, it kind of jumped up a wee bit and I think there's an awful lot of the chairman particularly the club like Aberdeen and Hibs and Dundee United where the American owners have come in that these American businessmen are looking at it going what's going on here because the MLS just agreed a, I mean obviously MLS has got a massive TV audience compared to compared to the SBFL, but they agreed a deal with Amazon Prime, where basically all games for season ticket holders are free to watch on Amazon Prime. Games locally are free to are able to stream it and sort of pay some money towards it. And games that aren't actually on like your main broadcasters, like Sky or BT Sports or Premier Sports, if you want to class them in that bracket, that they'll be looking at that and going, surely there's something that we can do. Maybe, obviously not with Amazon Prime, because we've not got that big a pool. But there's surely something out there that we could look into to do something like this that just increases the coverage of Scottish football. But like you say, it's the SPFL and Scottish football in general continually shooting itself in the foot and holding itself back. No, good point, Scotia. You should get yourself in that SPFL board. 
put a few of their points across them, see if oh, they're listening. They'd, yeah, they'd love me. He's going to be, he's going to be on the, was it the Italian VAR? Is that what he is? Is that what he applied for? Oh, he's, learning, he's, no. learning Italian Italian. he's learning Italian. He's going to have his Android team. <laughs> um, anyway, lads, anyway, before we go on to the next part, um, just a word from our sponsors. Summer is here, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sun. Dive head first into summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for summer by going to manscaped.com and use code CLUBAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, which is Scotia's favourite. Manscaped has also just launched their new Boxers 2.0, and all of us in the pod can agree they're possibly the best boxers out there, which I do agree they are very good, to be honest. Also take a look at Manscaped Shears 2.0 and a package that has everything you will need to look pristine, nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready and press, but make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0 and you'll be ready from head to toe. Also, Father's Day, which is this Sunday, I think, um, it's just around the corner, so ladies, get your man's dad bought a gift that will have you both thinking Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code 22 at manscaped.com. This is the summer to turn your package into a full package with Manscaped. What will your balls do, Ryan? They will, thank you. Thank you again to Manscaped for the continued support. Like we say, the boxers are really good, to be honest, um, but yeah, go and check them out and use our code for 20% off and free shipping. Right. It's not, it's not easy, is it, mate? It's not no. easy to do that. It's not. That's quite a long spiel. Did Carney did 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 send that over to you to read out? Yeah. Carney, what you should have done is slipped in like a, some random wee passage because he was read it out. I did. I thought about it. I thought I could put something in the middle of this, and he would because he's not going to read it before he actually reads it out. Like so, I was thinking of generally, mate. I thought about it. I was like, well, I was at work. I was like, I should put something in the middle of this. Yeah, um, but no, I thought I'll let him off because it's hard enough as it is to read it out. Yeah. Well done, Alistair. Yes. So, so it is a long spiel. I can't wait for Scotia and Ryan to give that one a go. That <laughs> <laughs> is long. So moving on swiftly from that to <laughs> something that I noticed this week, which I thought was of interest, um, because obviously we are, you're student old as we go every week. It's is the catering deal. Rangers have now left the catering deal with Elior, I think it's called, um, to sign up with I think it's Levy UK, they're called. I don't know if it's Levi or Levy UK is a new deal. The last one was part of the Charles Green agreement, which is a way, way back. So I did see, we, got, we would all get an email this week. My years, uh, 24th of June, 3 pm, 20 people are going along for a tasting. So I'll come back to you, Scotia. The, the catering at IMOX, we've said it for God knows how long. It is woeful. <laughs> now we have a new catering partner now. What are you expecting? Don't say well, Michelin star get... food. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm hoping it gets better because you're right, it has been pretty poor. I mean, I'm obviously in the club deck most of the time. Well, for, sorry, pretty much all sort of season, normal season games, I'm in the, the club deck. So that's the one that I'm exposed to the most. I've been, I think, been in the Govan front and occasionally the last few years, but I've not been in the Broomland or Copeland for a oh, 
10 year plus, I would imagine. So I don't know what the catering situations are like in those areas, but the club deck and, and the govern, they're no great. If you're being honest, the selection of food on, on offer is pretty poor. I will give them some credit that occasionally some of their pies can be okay. I'd go that far, but it's okay and then the price that you're paying because you're over a fiver for a pie and a bovril, which to me is far too much. So in all honesty, with this new company coming in, I'm hoping the quality of the food can go up a bit. The variety of food can go up a bit. Because like you say, you, you, I'm not expecting squid pies. <laughs> yes, that'll be great. I'll be calamari. Well done, curry muncher. That's a good one. <laughs> Sorry, Scotia. Yes. No, that's okay. That threw me as well with squid pies. Yeah, but um, that happens. But I don't expect the prices to change because invariably when the price goes up, it very rarely comes back down. So I imagine we'll be sticking around about the same the same price mark. I've applied to go in that wee tasting session um, next week, so hopefully. Don't sell drinks, Scotia. It's just food. Oh well, I'll need, I need to I need to drive anyway because the trains are all buggered. In that that phrase, oh, so don't you don't you worry. But I know Jamie. Jamie went to a wee tasting yeah. session earlier in the season, didn't he? Yeah. So he said it yeah. was. He said it was brilliant. What he went, he said the stuff that he went to try was really good. I can't remember who he said it was me though. That's why Jamie Lowe should be on this podcast. We should start. I agree with that campaign, Ryan, that you started, mate. Um, we should. Uh, but Jamie would be able to tell us that. Um, but I know he went on a taste and he said some of the food was really good. Sorry, Ali, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ryan, I mean, we've all been to grounds in other parts of the world and you, you go in and you see you see there what they've got and it's, it's like a different world. For, you'd think we were stuck back in the 1920s or something, but it's... Yeah. Um, it's 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 a positive move for Rangers. I mean, I reckon it'll be probably quite similar to what we've been used to. The quality might be better. There might be slightly more variety, but I'm not expecting mind blowing things. I know we're kind of in bled with Black Rooster, and you could say because you don't have wee Black Roosters around the stadium, or whatever. But it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. But I'm not expecting major major things. I'm hoping it is, Ali, because I don't see the point in changing it if it's not quite, if the changes aren't quite fast, because we know that menu at Ibrox is from the dark ages. The food is, the quality of the food is from the dark ages. It's like, I mean, I would rather bet they were dishing out pot noodles, that it's really, really bad. I would like to see them just have a bit of variety, a bit like, Get ahead of it, not ahead of the times, but bring bring the food into the times because a pie, a burger, a hot dog, like no, nah, people want chip. I know people, people, some people won't get you won't get chips because people throw them. Ask for chips. See if you can get chips on the menu. See if you can get pizza on the menu. See if you can get wraps on the menu. Just stuff like that. It's easy to make and will make the club money because all I see is fans going to these. Um, would you call it the outlets outside the ground? Yeah. And I even do it if, I, if it's a European game, me and my dad are eating before the game. I think to myself, right, where are we going for something to eat before we go to Ibrox because the food is so bad. The only time I bought a pie, I think, at Ibrox last season is when I was, I can't even remember, but in the ground. But I went and bought my dad a pie. And, <laughs> well, he can't eat pies because he's no teeth. So that, that, tells you, that tells you condition I was in. But it's just... It's so, so bad. But yes, you're right. It's a positive change. I always criticise the club for not caring about the fans, but this is a positive change. They've obviously been listening to shareholders or whatever and other feedback that they've got because 
the hospitality is horrendous and it, and it had to change. So I am going to be optimistic about it and I am going to have hopes of vast changes on that menu, Ali. Yeah, Carney, I mean, I don't know the last time we had something. The only time you really probably get a pie in Ibrox is probably when you're absolutely starving and just would eat in, to be honest. But what's your thoughts on, on the new catering deal? And it just shows you that although the old era in terms of Charles Green and all that still linger in the background in terms of deals they'd signed. It can't get worse. That's the way I look at it, that it can't possibly get worse, surely. I mean, that was purely based on they were the cheapest bidder, so you'd take them um, when Charles Green signed that up. And the food was poor. I mean, I remember when I was younger, even going to the games, the pies at Ibrox were actually all right. They weren't too bad. Um, used to be decent enough. My, like my dad and me, when we used to go early when I was a kid, when we would go earlier into the games, we would always get like a, a pie. My yeah. dad would always get a pie and a bovro, I'd get a pie and a juice. And so the stuff must have been all right. And that's like kind of back then. But it's got to be a step forward. I'm saying I don't expect fucking world cuisine food like that you've ever, but it's just something that's palatable. I mean, some of the pies you were getting in recent times, you were kind of dicing with death and you're trying to have them. There's just no chance. I don't think I actually bought anything out of the catering at Ibrox this season. I can't remember buying anything um, there. I would always just grab something outside quickly um, instead of instead of eating in the stadium. And that's not the way it should be. It really shouldn't be like that. I agree. I, I would like to think Rangers would do something with Black Rooster. I mean, how hard can it be to get pre-made wraps made up that you need to be kept warm for Black Rooster. I mean, it can't be too difficult, and I think that would be a really good thing. I mean, you see some of these stadiums down south and that, they've got, like, subways and, and yeah. whatever else in them and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a step in the right direction for Rangers. It's a good thing. It can only make things better. We've said for ages that the match day experience needs to improve, and that included the catering. So we finally got a contract that... Um, we were, we were kind of stuck in, and now we can hopefully see vast improvements um, and of the technology and stuff as well like not even everywhere in the stadium has like card readers and that now and a kind of post-COVID world you kind of uh, you kind of need to be having card readers and that people don't really carry cash anymore it's not a, it's not a very done thing so no it's a good thing uh, hopefully we do, as I say we do see vast improvements and uh, I'll just I'll stick by that it can get worse man yeah, no, it, it, like I say, it's, it's a positive, so we'll just need to wait till next season and, and see what Scott happens. Scott's steak pie, um, Ali. Steak pie. Me too, steak pie. Ryan? Steak pie, but if you give me a butt of roll, I want a scotch pie. Oh, I definitely, mate. Pie on a roll, can't beat that. Scotia? Mm-hmm. At the football, a scotch pie. Oh. <laughs> do you, do you just drink bovril? I don't drink bovril. I don't mind don't mind it in a, a cold winter's night at Ibrooks when it's absolutely Baltic. <laughs> you know, just cuddle mind. Scotia when you when it's cold at Ibrooks, is that not what you do? Sometimes I use his hair as a scarf. <laughs> <Aye. laughs> oh. No, we'll keep that out with us because that's mine and Scotia's own thing. So yeah. we'll keep that away for the podcast. Yeah. But um but yeah, no, it's it's a positive thing, and obviously we've got Edinson House hopefully, hopefully getting finished um, I don't know if it, it won't be this year, I don't think, probably next year. So we've got that to, to add to the experience going to Ibrooks as well. So that should be good. But we've also got a couple of friendlies announced as well. Obviously, we are doing our... We're going to be to Portugal for a week to 10 days, whatever it is. 
Um, and we're going to be playing Sunderland over there on the 9th of July, which is a Saturday, 8pm kickoff. It's live on Premier Sports. I, I don't think we'll get much from that game, to be honest. It's the first game back. We'll get to see Ross Stewart, who we've been linked with heavily. And then, obviously, the, the big one that we've all been emailed about this week, um, Ryan, is uh, Tottenham, 23rd Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. £21 for adults, £16 for concessions. I thought it was reasonable, to be honest, for Tottenham coming up. That should be a good test for Rangers um, the week before we kick off against uh, Livingston. Yeah, I think it's a good, I think it'll be a great fixture for us. I'm hoping to see, I want to see Kane and Son. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of Son. I think he's a fantastic player, so I would like to see him, Ibrox, at some point featuring. I think the prices, as you say, are, are really fair. I'm sure somebody might correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. I think it's a fiver for kids, which to see a, a Premier League team is brilliant. So I, I don't see any reason for Ibrox not to be full for that because if, if there's a lot of people don't like going to friendlies, I'm not a huge fan of it. But, um, I'm hoping there's a lot of kids at that game just to get to see Tottenham and, and players like Sean and Kane. But yeah, I think it'll be a good test for us, especially. What did, what's the date, Ali? Sorry, the 26th? 23rd, the week before 23rd. we kick off. Yeah, that's ideal. That's that's ideal preparation for a a big week for us because we'll be league game, Champions League, league game, is it? Or league game, league game, Champions League, is it? We kick off first. Is it? No, No. it's not. It's we kick off. No, we kick off. No, we kick off against um, Scotia. Used to stay in the background there. We kick (laughs) off against uh, seventeenth. What you want? No, that's. That's not August. It's August, isn't it? Aye. It's August. Yeah. Oh, what are right. you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> does that count? Does that count as a blooper for next season? Aye, yes, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Just, no, no, it has to be. Yeah, I'll mark I mean, that down. I'll note that yeah. down. Hang on. Uh, I that noted down. That's that's Scotia's first of the season. That's good. Um, <laughs> I I just think it's a good. I, I like when we play a Premier League team as a bit of a challenge because you always see a bit of quality. If you remember when we played Burnley a few years ago, they kind of took us apart. So yeah. I just think it gets the team sharp and and, and prevents them the challenge they need going into the season. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean Scotia, it's um it's a big I would expect Ibrooks could be a full house for this one. The reason I don't I, obviously you get the CCs and I, I usually used to not tick the home friendly game is because used to shut the club deck and they would just give you a ticket anywhere on the ground. They would just allocate somewhere random. So I used to not tick it so I could kind of pick where I like to be in the ground. But they've emailed they've emailed through that to to have your seat available so that the whole ground is open for this game. And I think it could be near enough a full house for that game. Yeah I think so. It reminds me back to the game we played against Chelsea. I had a fairly decent crowd there when Big Sebo scored um back in the day um yeah, so I think it should be quite a good good day. It's obviously price is decent. It's not it's a wee bit under what we paid for the Real Madrid game. And you've got to remember when we came back from the Real Madrid game, that was really our only second, maybe third game back after COVID. Or folk being allowed in the stadium. So yeah, I'm like you that I don't normally tip the CCCS for friendly games. Um, but I did last season because it was obviously only limited crowds getting in for those first few friendlies, um, which I was lucky enough to get tickets for. But yeah, it's one of these ones that I've been looking at. And I, when I see when I did see the price come in, first of all, at 21 quid, I was like, oh, that's a bit steep. But then I was like, no, actually, it's not. That's in keeping with what we usually get. So no, that's 
seems decent enough for me and it should be a good wee day because I won't be going to Albuferia, I tell you. Yeah, we've, we've been to Portugal once, so shall we? Well, we never know, we might go back again, but no, Carney, the, the, week, the week before we kick off in the league against Tottenham, good test, like I say, I think it'll be a full house, reasonable price as well and yeah, I think it'll be a good day out. Hopefully the weather's decent as well and we'll have a full house. Yeah, hope so, mate. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, be good to see. I'm the same. I'm a massive fan of Son. Yeah, I think he's a fantastic player. Uh, and yeah, obviously Harry Kane as well is the other one. It'll be a good test for us. Like friendlies are always hard to read into. They really are. Um, it chops and changes so much. But the Real Madrid game was a really good experience. Um, I thought that was that was great. Obviously, that was just at the start of everybody kind of getting back in. I sat in there. What did I sit for the Real Madrid game? The Govan stand, I think I was sitting. The Real we're all together. Game. Oh, so we were, so we were. So we were. That's right, so we, that's what he's did. No, you didn't. Covid police were about. No, he's didn't, he's didn't. You stayed in your own seats and you're <laughs> socially distanced. Um, but no, I, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. As I say, I wasn't too, too sure about whether I would go or not, but I think there's quite a few people um, that are looking to go and maybe make a bit of a day of it, hopefully. Um, so yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. As I say, it's a, a, good, it's a good team to be to be inviting to Ibrox just before we kick off and um, when does the Premier League kick off? Scotia, you'll know that, surely. Week after us? He's frantically oh, Googling right now. No, I've oh, not, yeah, not looked at the, any of the Premier League stuff. Have you literally just been sleeping for like a week? You're usually like a you're like a book of knowledge, usually, mate. And tonight, um, you, you think the nice. Champions League kicks uh, off half of July? Can, no, to be honest, I've kind of fallen away from the, from the Premier League over the last season and a half yeah. or so. so. But no, I'm looking forward to it. As I say, I, I'm looking forward to it. It would have been really good to go to um, Tottenham Stadium because that's a fantastic stadium. Yeah. It generally is. It'd have been great to great to do that. But no, I'm looking forward to it, mate. And that'll be you'll be you'll be ready at that point. Eh? We'll all be champing at the bit to get right back to competitive football. Yeah, looking forward to um, CGM55. Don't you worry. We are just about to move on to transfer speculation. So the obvious one, I'll couple. There's there's a couple of them, but I think we kind of talked about Ross Stewart in the last kind of pod, but the one that's been doing the rounds at the moment is Eric Bothim, I think that's how you say it. He played, he was playing in the Russian league with Kranznodar, I think it was, um, but he ripped his contract up, used to play for Bodo Glimp the season before, scored 15 goals in 30 appearances, 22 years of age, Carney, for the sounds of it, YouTube video, which makes everyone look amazing. <laughs> Tick, ticks all the boxes, to be honest. He's been touted quite a lot of teams at the moment looking at him. So what's your thoughts on this boy? Yeah, the, the YouTube video does make everybody look good. I remember watching Herrera's YouTube video and thinking, oh, he <laughs> looks, looks like a better player, this guy. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think it's the, it's the correct right, it's the correct calibre of player for Rangers to be linked with a guy that looks really promising, a guy that could probably develop with us with European football, with the kind of the or the, the way Ibrox has to be Rangers is expected, you're expected to win every game, so it would be a really good thing for him and for his development, I say I won't lie that I, I know much about him, I've looked into him a wee bit, there does seem to be a wee bit of hype around him, which again might price us out of it, but again I think I was speaking to I was speaking to my cousin actually about this kind of thing. Is we have to be attracting now. We we always talk about and the, the the club always talks about taking it to the next level and going to the next level. We got to the U the Europa League um, final. We should be attracting players. Maybe I'm not saying 
big players from like the teams like Dortmund or anything like that, but teams that were in that competition, we should be attracting really exciting prospects from them to come and want to sign for us and want to play for us because everybody's seen now Ibrooks. Everybody knows what Ibrooks like and what it's like to play football there when we're winning massive European games. So it's a really attractive thing for, I would say, any any young aspiring footballer to come play with us. Obviously, I'm slightly biased because I'm, I'm a Rangers fan, but this is the type of players that we should be trying to get and trying to attract. And it's no disrespect to players like um, Ross Stewart or anything, but it, for me, it just doesn't really excite me. And it's not because he's not he's a foreign he's not a foreign player or anything, but it's just a bit it's a bit flat with this kind of player. And obviously, the YouTube video is probably not helping me because I say because I'm probably thinking, "Wow, it's great," but uh, you got to read into that as little as you can. But you understand what I mean, that we should be attracting players from these kind of clubs that want to come and play and want to progress. And at the end of the day, we all know what we are. We are a stepping stone to the English Premier League. Um, if you perform up here, there's every chance you'll get a move um, to a team or even a big European team, a bigger European team in, in, in the scale of money, not in terms of stature. But no, it's an exciting one, mate. But again, I always take it all with a pinch of salt because until he's got a scarf above his head, then he's not a Rangers player. Yeah, Scotia, I mean, Karen, it's a good point. We were European finalists last, last season, knocked out some big teams and the, the way to get there. So we must be an attractive team to come to for these players, especially, I mean, this boy's 22 years of age, like Carney says. He can, I mean, you hate saying it because Taz Rangers are the biggest team in the world, but let's, let's be realistic about it. We are a stepping stone to the five major leagues. And why wouldn't he come to Rangers? in European football, score a lot of goals, win trophies, and he can, he can move on. Right. Before I answer your question, Carney, the YouTube video you're talking about that you were amazed by, I assume you're talking about his music video with Haaland. Oh, I've seen that. No, I've seen that as well. Yeah, you made a rap video brilliant. or something, innit? Yeah. yeah, if anyone's not seen it, if you go and search, search up Flow Kings, and that's Kings with a Z, uh, on YouTube, there'll be a I video. Don't tell Ryan of, uh, Kent that. We've already got one rapper, Ryan Kent, doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a video of him back when he was a bit on the under 18 Norwegian squad with him, Howland, and some other lad um, rapping away. It's um, quite something. <laughs> but um, no, on to your point about attracting players. Yes, Rangers should be. I think maybe the only disadvantage is that, and this goes sort of down to us selling players as well, is that we've not really got a proven track record yet of. Sort of certainly from this sort of era of player in these last four or five years of a player getting sold from Rangers, going down south and going on to, on to big things. I don't know how much consideration a player would take in that, but you know, we must be an attractive proposition because we were playing good football in Europe last season as well. So teams will be looking at that going like, I want that. And then as well, the fans from watching some of the videos from Ibrooks last season, players must look at that and go, I want a wee piece of that. So you'd like to think it helps. And yeah, this is certainly type of player that I, when I seen we were linked to him, I was like, no, I, he looks good, as you say. Had a pretty decent season and a half. Was, was it a uh, season and a half, I think? It was at Bodo Glimp, with he scored yeah. four goals in the, the Conference League in the group stages. And obviously, it was sold in the January, then to that Russian club, before they ended up playing Celtic. But um, no, he looks impressive, and um, certainly the type of player that I'd be interested in. Obviously, no transfer fee associated with him. But the problem you've got, is there'll be hundreds of clubs across Europe going after him now. And what I would say as well, though, is you'll probably probably be quite a few players in a similar situation that they'll have decided or they'll be in the process of deciding whether or not to tear up their contracts with um, any Russian clubs due to their 
obviously what's happening out there and their lack of involvement in Europe and things like that. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, a, a lot of folk on social media at the moment are getting a wee bit upset that Rangers haven't signed anyone yet. But, well, I mean, we're only days into the transfer window. It runs and runs and runs. And you know how it works. It's a domino effect to some sometimes. So a lot of guys have just come off international football. <clears throat> As of last week, they're on their holidays. So I think some folk need to calm down. But, I mean, I'll come to you on him. And I also want to ask you, Ryan, because you went on the pod um, last week, because you were sunning yourself in Turkey, but Ross Stewart as well. I would like your thoughts on him, whether it's a yes or a no for you. But first, on Eric Botham, and then give me your thoughts on Ross Stewart. I think I totally agree with you in terms of people need to calm down. It's we're, we're such a morning support, and I, I get to a stage sometimes. I think Rangers put these names out and put these links out just to appease <laughs> that element of our support. I mean, Ross Wilson get criticised last season for not landing Joey Veerman. Who says that Rangers were in for Joey Veerman apart from a couple of Facebook pages or whatever? I just Rangers go about their transfer business very quietly, very privately, and they have done for a couple of years now, and it's a way I like it. Yes, it's frustrating how quiet things are, but we will be working in the background. We will have identified players. Van Bronckhorst will have a list, the lengthier arm of players that he wants to land, and if he doesn't land this one, he wants that one. Things will happen. And I think we just need to, as a support, chill out a bit. This Bothian guy, is it Bothian you pronounce his name? Yeah. I've, I've never heard of him. It's another Joey Veerman for me. Apparently he's a superstar. I don't know. If Rangers are in for him, great. We'll see if he's on my blue shirt on. But I just I just sit and wait for things to happen. So um, a bit like Carney, I'll wait until somebody's at Ibrox with a scarf above their head. And then I'll jump on YouTube to find out how great they are. Uh, Ross Stewart. I know for a fact Rangers were watching him last season, um, along with another team from Glasgow. I don't know how how far they took their interest, but I know Rangers were definitely watching him for a, a large chunk of last season. So I've never seen him before. I'll be honest, I've never watched. I've seen Sunderland a bit, but I never actually noticed him on the pitch. But I don't know, it's another one of those ones, Ali. You're just about hearsay, isn't it? Like He's obviously played up here before and he did well with Sunderland and... The only thing that would put me off that is that I would imagine we'd pay, have to pay a couple of million for him. I wouldn't be he's, prepared to do that. He's Don't only got a, he's he's got a year left in his contract, I think, Ross Stewart. Right. I don't know. It's, uh, somebody in the group chat there said Sunderland would want eight million for him, but yeah, no, no chance. Rangers on Rangers oh, to to is fishing for a response there. I think. <laughs> uh, Rangers paid eight million for Ross Stewart. Oh my god! No oh, chance, man. No, no way. That's what no, that's what I, I said don't... last week. Because he's gone down south, he's not. We've not got a chance of getting him for on the cheap anymore. It kind of reminds me a bit of behave yourself. Remember Jordan Rhodes when Jordan Rhodes was buying them in for yeah. someone, and it was kind of yeah, like yeah. his values went up to like eight million. And where did I don't even know who is he Blackburn still? I just oh, he's don't. Went a, he's went around a few clubs in that championship. Him, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to slate the boy and say if you say he's not good enough because again, you see it. Some players just fit some clubs and the likes of when Chris Boyd came to Rangers, I didn't think he would do well and he ended up with the club's top goal scorer. So if Ross Stewart does come to Ibrox, he's not going to be our main striker. That That's a fact. That is an absolute fact. He will not be our main striker. He will be Cedric Itton's replacement. That's the way I'll see it. Um, but in terms of speculation, yes, it can be frustrating because it does look like silence, but... 
Rangers, Rangers, Rangers will be doing their business in the background and I expect to see at least three or four signings this summer, at least. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I expect a, a couple of bigger signings, if you want to say, that will slot in that first team rather than squad players. So, interesting to see what happens. Um, but uh, that's us nearly wrapped up an hour there, lads, talking about... I thought there was nothing to talk about with Rangers, but we've done an hour on it. So, we've only got one week left which the, the Rangers players have on holiday and then they're back for pre-season the, the week after, so that they'll be back then. So I'd imagine speculation will intensify in the, in the coming weeks in terms of transfers and we'll be on it, obviously. But yeah, we'll just end it there, lads. I'd like to thank my guest, Scott Carney. You've made it through an hour of podcast and your missus hasn't dropped yet. Not yet, mate. No, I heard a, 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 a bang, but I think it was the I think it was the takeaway arriving tonight, mate, to be honest. So <laughs> oh, what are you getting? Aren't we going to a chippy tonight? Aye, a chippy tonight. Mm-hmm. Chippy on a Friday. Uh, yeah, no, really good. Uh, good. I'm, I'm desperate to get back into the full flow of podcasting stuff um, as well. Uh, it'll probably be again, sorry, Ali, it'll probably be another week because there's not very much happening, but we'll probably be next Friday again for us. Uh, but we'll definitely come back and do something. Just quickly on um, 22 Merch, as you've seen, it's been um, running along the bottom of the screen. The first orders have arrived today. They'll be getting packed up and posted out tomorrow. Um, hopefully, if I get them all done tonight, thank you to everybody for doing so. And for making it to the end of this podcast, if you go to 22merch.bigcartel.com uh, and use the code podcast you get 10% off your order as just as a wee thank you for watching us to the end so yeah no I appreciate it all lads and everybody have a good weekend yep Scotia thanks for your time we never thought you were going to appear tonight but here you are um, all four of us um, no thanks for your time Scotia yeah cheers Ali it was um, enjoyable again it's, it's a week's too long sitting not waiting talking about Rangers you, you just end up scratching yourself not knowing what to do um, so really looking forward to next week and Carney as well every time that you say about say goodbye I just wait for the intro music or the outro music to play so I <laughs> forgot that he was going <laughs> to come you were done mate. <laughs> Aye, so um, uh, cheers yeah thanks and I'll speak to you all next week and last but not least Ryan Haymarch I made sure I got the ch- on it there um <laughs> With the holiday blues, no doubt, Ryan. Just think you were in were you, were you in Turkey this time last week? Are you were in Turkey this time last week? Um yes. aye, just a distant memory now, eh? Distant memory, mate, absolutely scunnered. But um listen, this was good to, to get a bit of Rangers chatting because I never spoke to an adult for a week basically when I was on holiday. So <laughs> um I did I actually did speak to a Turkish guy at the market and he said, uh, what team what a team is he supporting? I was like Rangers, and he went, Oh, Europa League final, and I was like, That's enough, mate. I'm just here for a few <laughs> shots. I don't want to talk about that. Um, but yeah, no, this has been good, boys. It's got, it's got me, got me upbeat. And um, go to signings. Everybody just chill out. Tolerance, insanity. Rangers will sign. Yeah, I agree. I agree. No, I'd like to, I'd like to thank the guys, obviously, and thank everyone in the comments for coming on. I appreciate it, especially when there's, there's not much on with Rangers at the moment. Hopefully, like I say, it'll intensify in the next couple of weeks with the closer we get to to kick off in the friendlies but um yeah if you could like and subscribe we'd appreciate our subscribers is, is growing which is good we'd love to get to three thousand before before the season which would be should be outstanding for us um but yeah thanks and we'll be back next friday with hopefully some more news to bring to you we have been club at 22 the rangers podcast and we'll see you next week <laughs>